Hello and welcome to Pedantic Handwavium, the podcast that tries to explain science fiction using relatively good science. <laughs> My name is Simon. And I'm Jeff. So today we're going to try and explain the problems with Star Wars. They're few and far between, I, but we'll find them, I'm sure. <laughs> it's, I, I was researching this today at lunch, and like I was just like, scientific problems with Star Wars. And there were people who, like, billions of websites were like, these are all the problems with Star Wars. And I was like, these aren't even problems. <laughs> like, oh, really? Are, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I took some of them down, but like, I, I could explain them away in maybe like a minute, not even like it's not it's not tough to explain a lot of stuff if you're given the entirety of physics to do it with. Right. Yeah, we can we can make some stuff work. Oh, we yeah. Can make stuff. Oh, yeah. So first, let's kind of get an idea of everything of like the big things we think are wrong. Or that people think are wrong with this universe. Okay. Um, so we're doing the Force. All right, and, that sounds fair. And with that, midichlorians. Everyone's favorite topic. Everyone's favorite. I I think I have them. I think I have them. It's tough. Yeah. I also feel the podcast getting one star ratings <laughs> just by saying midichlorians. Uh, maybe, but but also. Maybe not. <laughs> Just hang in there. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to bullshit some stuff. Oh, yeah. And they do exist. Anyway. Oh, that's a good question. Are we still going for the not explicit tag or. Oh, I would say. Go yes. have free reign. It's up to you, though. Okay. I, I like non explicit. That way okay, it's like. That's fine. I'll try to rein it in. Yeah. If you can't, that's fine. But let's shoot for it. Okay. Um lightsabers all right uh hyperspace like jumping faster than light uh, all right that's there's ways that can be explained i guess to throw in like a biological one for you humanoid oh, aliens oh why wouldn't they be humanoid we are the superior species and, you know i agree but some people don't and those people are wrong. Like normal people who think about things. Uh, so there's also sounds and explosions in space. Oh, that one should be easy. Uh, I actually think so. I mean, we've already talked about it, that one. And then the last one I found that I included, because it is so nitpicky, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's right up my alley. Hold on. <laughs> so... When stormtroopers fire their lasers, they make noise. They're blasters. They're blasters. Please. Whatever. Right. Science man. <laughs> we have, we also have to to say I don't know that much about the mythology of Star Wars, so <laughs> a lot of this is just like what I remember from the movies. Um, yeah, most of what I know is that most of it got destroyed by Disney. Oh, the entire. I, I, all the movies universe. are canon yeah. now. Right. Yeah. Except for the Disney 
TV shows. Uh, which is fine. They were great. Also, I believe Knights of the Old Republic is canon now. Weirdly. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah, I'm right? Sure. Uh, so the last one is blaster sounds, not only when they fire, but when they mm-hmm. ricochet, right? Can you think of something that is... <laughs> Someone, the article I was reading was like, hey, it's fine that they make noise when you fire, but when they ricochet, that makes no sense. I mean, I don't know about you, I'm just constantly barraged by the sounds that light makes all the time. So, I would like to say, I'm going to start this off, because next, the next part is... How do we make these things work? And I think for Star Wars, the key component is materials. Like, I I don't think blasters shoot light. Okay. So it would be like accelerated plasma or something? Uh, that's what I was thinking. So so to do that one, blasters of making sounds upon ricocheting. I think it's, it's the heat immediate heat transfer to a material that causes it to vibrate so it 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 has to heat up really quickly and so what you would it cause the like the blaster shot to vibrate or the material that it's the the, reflecting the material it's reflecting off to to vibrate Um, i think the hole with that is like is it a consistent ricochet noise every time, or I don't is it know. different depending on the material. Um, so to that I would say, if we're talking about a high enough energy bullet or projectile, I don't think it would matter. It'd be like, like the the that's what I'm saying. Like the the material properties would be mm-hmm. so low relative to the amount of energy sorry i had to burp okay. um that it doesn't matter what type of material you're hitting it it just acts the same see what i'm saying all right yeah i guess yeah it's like it's just like a a, a version of scales and that's why it's like a a high pitched sound is because it's just so energetic Okay, I I don't know if I recall the it's, sounds they make while ricocheting. It's so like a take your word for it. like a pew, ba-ding, like that kind of sound. Oh, is that the ricochet noise, or so. is that the shooting noise? I think they're actually one and the same. Okay, but I think the shooting noise then becomes the generation of the bullet. Yeah, I can get behind like. The mechanism, like, generating the bullet and that making noise. Yeah. That doesn't seem too far-fetched. But, like, yeah, something that it's supposed to be light won't make sound. But, I mean, even if it is light and it's a high enough energy light, it can be assumed Mm -hmm. that it changing direction will release some light pressure. Not light as Mm -hmm. in, like, weight-wise, light as in the material Mm -hmm. that would create a pressure wave which generates sound which i think is another solution to that problem okay i can see that and like it would just 
bleed off some yeah like speed or some heat yeah yeah both of those are really come from the same solution which is if it's it has to change some property, but it's losing energy, and that energy is the sound that you hear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That tracks. Yeah. I I, I liked it. That <laughs> but that one was easy. Like, I looked at it, and I was like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Like, it's really simple to explain. Yeah, like, I would really love to argue against it but i mean it, it does make sense that there's some transfer of energy that we, comes off like in yeah a way other than light yeah and, heat. and you even get like burn marks where they shoot which makes a lot of sense if there's mm-hmm. a transfer of energy anyway right um next one let's do the other easy one which is sounds in space I actually first heard this from a different sci-fi apologetics guy. Uh, That is... It's got to be a really big field of stuff. It's probably actually is... Like, I mean, it's a lot of fun to do. I find it fun. (laughs) Because you get to, like... (laughs) You get to take, like, the little science you know and be like, yeah, this is probably what happens. (laughs) My basic understanding of physics will explain this. Yeah, surely. yeah. Oh, we haven't even gotten to the force, man. And light. I know. I'm really not looking forward to those ones. I got. I like the low hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where was it? Okay, sounds in space. Sounds in space. So, what you're not hearing is an actual sound in space. What you're hearing is this feedback that your ship is giving you where it has sensors on the outside that relay the sounds on the inside. Mm -hmm. And this allows you to uh, orient yourself in the 360 degrees of space without having to see what's going on. So it's it's a, like a military application, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, it wouldn't even necessarily have to be a military application, right? I know, but like, like, like the modern equivalent to it would be like the, the military headsets they have to like block out certain decibels of noise mm-hmm. without like totally blocking noise. Right. Yeah. And that uses like sound sensors that have like dampeners in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not a stretch in this universe where there is fighting in spaceships that like you would need to know who oh. is shooting at you from where. Yeah, and and actually that's uh, like why I would think ships sound differently is that like commonly occurring types of ships like tie fighters have their own noise so not only can you tell where they are mm-hmm. where they're going but, but you can identify what it is without needing to investigate exactly so it's just as like a registered like electronic signature that the sensors pick up and then it conveys you know, TIE fighter noise yeah. into the cockpit. Yeah. 
Okay. Or even yeah, not even more. Actually, what? No, I was just going to say, uh, I think that I had heard some book series using that explanation. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes the most sense. And it's something that's yeah, like... like, it's definitely not a leap to figure out, like, how to do that. And that it yeah. probably is a good idea. I mean, it's not even a, like... It really isn't a leap because we do it now. We it, there's current technology that does that for this exact mm-hmm. reason, or kind of not really in space, but in like <laughs> it's close. Specifically to orient yourself in space yeah, combat. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> it's orienting yourself in normal human on Earth combat. <laughs> you have a solution to humanoid aliens civilization makes sense so like things having heads at least i guess but why they all have similar number of limbs so i don't know uh, yeah do you want to explain why humanoid aliens is a is a stupid thing and then i'll explain my stupid answer for why it works oh no (laughs) Okay, well, it's a stupid thing because, like, we have evolved on Earth for Earth conditions and Earth-like conditions. And, like, there's so many other possibilities. Why would everything else evolve the same way? Or at least very similar. Yeah. I mean, if you ever played the game Spore, you know that you'll make terrifying phallic looking creatures and monsters exactly i don't know if phallic will earn us an explicit tag but let's see that's (laughs) scientific that's a that's a science term Uh, yeah i I agree i I don't think it's explicit okay so here's my terrible terrible uh explanation for this all right, go on. Okay, well, first of all, symmetry, I actually think is probably a pretty common trait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we can... That one's Yeah, I'll, easy. I'll give you symmetry. Yeah. I mean, you have to use half the genetic material for twice the... It's for the same game. Um, so, do you know the theory of panspermia... Just one planet in the middle of the Big Bang that shot off parts of the same genetic material everywhere. Boom! Right there. So, the earliest microorganisms contain the genetic code for two eyes, a nose, and a mouth, and panspermia is real. I mean, like, <laughs> there are a lot of organisms that aren't two hands, two eyes, and a mouth. But those are the ones that evolved on the normal planets. So they're the weird ones. The humanoid ones are the original panspermic life form. I don't... <sighs> Can't fight it, Jeff. It's too good. Like... The, 
It's not that it's too good. It's just that I keep running into, like, the law of large numbers. That, like, oh, man, eventually one of those bits of rock is going to land on our planet. Yes. And that's what... And it's gonna be a thing. Yeah. So, it's not even that it has to be from the Big Bang. You can just have a galaxy... That, far, far away, yeah, even. Yeah. That is panspermic and... Our world just happens to be seeded by by their galaxy. Yeah. Oh God, no. I have a I have a better solution. It's not scientific. <laughs> I will say that. I mean, that one's a stretch to begin <laughs> with. <laughs> I, I think all of, all of this is going to be a stretch. I'm blowing. I, I am at 16% and I'm blowing out my audio. My brother must hate my cuts for the loudest Just of He's constantly people. speaking yes. all the time. That's why I live by myself. <laughs> okay. So, my, my bad... Oh, my better... Your, your worse explanation. My better explanation is... Um, okay. This... That, that they don't actually look humanoid. I know. But okay. Star Wars is... A, George Lucas was doing us a favor? Yeah, it's exactly what it is. So, so, so <laughs> there's... This is an actual cultural phenomenon. Um, it's like why Jesus appears white. Yeah, I was going to say, George Lucas is... Like humanoid washing yeah, the galaxy he, far, he far is. away, but you get this a lot, like depictions of Moses in like seventeenth century clothing, which makes mm-hmm. no sense because he's a Jew <laughs> from Egypt from yeah. before Christ. Uh, I mean, I feel like for this, I would have to give like assume that the events that have happened a long time ago in a galaxy far far away happened and are someone told lucas them yes there's that's what you do and you see like that's the base assumption that i feel like is just the one step too far from panspermia let me let me ask you this let me ask you this if lucas has said these Things really happened. Would anyone believe him? Yes, they would. But there are also but, people who believe the Earth is flat. But, yeah, okay, so there you go. The majority of people would laugh at him. Uh-huh, right. So, to make his stories universally accepted, he makes well, the fiction. Well, it be universally accepted. It's just accepted oh, well, as stories us on yeah, Earth. Yeah, to, to be liked, who are human at least. Race. Okay. They, they, he, he goes. No one's gonna believe me anyway. So I'll just pose it as fiction, and because I don't want to make alien races, I'll make them humanoid. I. It's better than. Panspermia. I'm not going to be the one who slanders someone with a lot more money than me. I, I'm not slandering him. I mean, he already. Sounds we already like know he stole the story. 
if you don't believe me that George Lucas told a story, just just type into Google, did George Lucas steal Star Wars? <laughs> and you'll see, um, you're, you went to Japan. What's the guy's name? Uh, there's a lot of guys in Japan. It's the, no, Kurosawa. Akira Kurosawa. Akira Kurosawa. That's what I was trying. Akira Kurosawa. Well, uh, yeah, I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> it's the, you don't speak English well either. I don't. <laughs> and I'm podcasting. This just shows you anything <laughs> how is possible, easy it is, guys. <laughs> uh, but the hidden castle is is what I've heard. I mean, it's also like every story is stolen from an earlier story, like. Gilgamesh is probably stolen from someplace. I mean, that's going to be real hard to check. Yeah, I mean, Gilgamesh it is. is real early. Exactly. Well, it's why it's considered the first story because it's the first one that we found. Oh yeah. Why have I not heard of this? The 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 lost castle, the frozen no, wait, the... the hidden fortress, the hidden fortress. Like any Kurosawa and uh, Mifune film, I'm very into. Yes. Actually, that one is long and boring, so you'll love it. <laughs> I mean, Seven Samurai is my favorite film, I mean, so you can't get much longer or more boring than that. We should we should do the Seven Samurai. <laughs> I'm very down to watch Seven Samurai for any reason. Let's move on. I feel like Humanoid oh. Aliens has been solved. I... Mm, it, it doesn't need to be probable. It just needs to be possible. Like. It's all I'm asking. That possible. Gives you a lot of leeway. Like. I And I need it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. I, I mean. Humanoid. Similarly, they could just. Like. You have bits of rags and grain and just on different planets they happen to make different animals yeah yeah you could add that's that's still not how that works or we could say that the galaxy is full of multitudes and only creatures that look alike become friends so it's a it's a relatively peaceful galaxy, right? Because they killed everything else. Yeah, I mean that's well, not that. I mean, people believe no that we kill like going off of humans now and how they do. That is not difficult to accept. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So maybe that's what happens because we look like we're the dominant species. I mean, the only species that gets close is the huts. I think. Is that the case? I mean, I mean, in I mean, the, you only see like two of them. Well, in this, but they like own a, a planet, several planets. Oh well, yeah, that's just that's, capitalism. That's, you know, yeah, well, the gangsters. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like the Senate is full of creatures, but the ones who are always talking are the humans. Like they they seem to be the biggest deal. Most Jedi are human. So maybe we just killed everyone who didn't look like us. That, I mean, yeah. I, I say we. That, I that mean, sounds like human nature. Yeah, maybe they were delicious. No one knows. 
I just found all these alien babies. Put them in my mouth. I just came up with three different versions of explaining humanoid aliens. Yes, three different terrible explanations. Can we move on? Does this? Uh, can cool... we please move on? <laughs> I think like, quantity out it outstrips the quality me. of all of them. Okay, I'll I'll go with quantity over quality on this one. Uh you know, let's let's go to explosions in space. Okay. It's a tough one. So the the problem people have are there many explosions that happen? I mean, the entire like Death Star blows up. Ships full of air. That's what I'm. Okay, okay, right. So, like that seems simple. One second. Here is the problem people have with this, and it is incorrect. People are like, <laughs> okay, like uh, they they reference scientists, but I. I don't believe this. They say there isn't enough <laughs> oxidants uh, okay. in the environment to create a fireball, at least a sustained fireball. However, okay. do you know how many oxidants exist in the world? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're talking... Are you saying that they're not, like, if you're using, like, PVC or, like, you have, like, oxygen scrubbers that don't use... Yeah. Like, I... That is my solution to that. They're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I haven't done the maths or anything on it, but I feel like a ship full of like enough atmosphere to sustain people and it probably has like stored atmosphere just in case it loses some yeah like there's definitely some sort of like hvac system yeah yeah that's exactly like there is just atmosphere all through those ships and like yeah explosions are simple yeah and and there's no way there's like all the fuel yeah that like is stored next to all that atmosphere. Yes, and there's like there's, and you don't want to use up the atmosphere you have. So there's no way that fuel does not contain an oxidant. Yeah, it, like yeah, it's it's crazy. This is insane. Why is this a problem? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that's that big a problem. I don't think so. Either. I think it. I feel, yeah, I feel like that's another easy explanation. Yeah, I mean, and and even when you do. Like, um, like explosions from bombs. Mm-hmm. This is a this is an advanced civilization. I'm pretty sure they can come up with C4, which contains its yeah. own oxidant. Right. Like, like that doesn't sound too difficult either. Yeah, and, and it's like guns firing in space. It doesn't take that much air to create a a good explosion. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, that that seems strange. Yeah, I, I I wanted to put that one after the humanoid aliens, so we could agree <laughs> to, on to some... give us a nice, good, easy win again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one I'm gonna go for is hyperspace, oh, good. which is faster than light travel. Mm-hmm. It is physically impossible unless, per, yeah, per. 
standard, like traditional understanding. Yeah, of of physics, I would say yeah. they're. I mean, it's it's simple. They're not moving through space. They're moving space around the ship. <laughs> I, I I enjoy the reference. I <laughs> I didn't think anyone else was just gonna get that right away. Like that. no. <laughs> Um, now I just, I gotta laugh at, um, sorry. Uh, no, I was gonna say wormholes, but this works Okay, too. so they, like, generate yeah. wormholes? Well, yeah, so that's what it would be. So, like, the elongation of space they see is because to create a wormhole, you have to create this sort of enormous gravity well. Right. Like a black hole or uh, quasars don't work, but black holes close enough. So what they're witnessing is the elongation of... Like that dilation due to that gravity well. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, kind of like the event horizon. And then they create the wormhole and pop through it. Okay. Come out in a separate area. I believe the problem with this is that in the mythos, they mm-hmm. go to a different dimension. All right. Which doesn't make Wait. any sense. Yeah, no. It, yeah, that's bad. So, I like, the actual <laughs> canon explanation is they, like, dip I, into, like, hypercube territory. I believe and, so. And come back. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah, again, it doesn't make sense. Unless what you're doing is actually what would be cool. So, if we, and I just came up with this right off my noggin. Oh, boy. If we buy multiverse theory that they tell, that they punch a hole through our universe into mm-hmm. a different universe that has a faster speed of light. Okay. And then punch a hole back into our universe. I feel like... Oh. You feel like this is a great explanation that no. I'm a genius? I feel like there's gotta be like a massive energy barrier preventing anything from doing that. Um, yes and no. So, if you buy... So, if you buy string theory... Mm-hmm. Technically, I mean it. It does still take a lot of energy. Yeah, some would say close to the energy of the Big Bang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you were in the right place within our universe, you could do it with relatively small amounts of energy you just have to be really precise because it's like a it's like a membrane that you have to mm-hmm. go through that right. that exists someplace because a universe can exist within a different universe and then that universe can oh, also no. contain the original universe you were in okay the issue with both of those hypotheses yes is ships going into hyperspace and ramming into other ships but this which has happened in the recent films no no they were followed 
through hyperspace. Which actually... No, they definitely but, went, like, through a dreadnought. So... That was not moving. Oh, you're right. That happens at the end. Yeah. Oh, man. Blew a hole right into that. Field. Right into that. Like, like Why a did they ship it? out of fuel. Yeah, yeah. Blowing yeah. its way right through a dreadnought. What are the ex? So I gotta. I, I mean, I you mean, gotta rework this whole idea. Wormholes are out. They really are dipping into another universe or another. Yeah, another universe uh, is out. So this is that. That's that's it. That that is what it's what has to go on so 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 there is a theoretical solution to this okay go on it's uh, it's solution is being is being too kind we're being generous with a lot of these definitions on solutions solutions bad it's not a solution it's a it's (laughs) a bad stupid thing ftl is possible well fast Mm -hmm. and light travel is possible right only if you can punch through the 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 light cone the the causality barrier that everything has. Yes. Uh, those are called tachyons. And they experience time like we experience space. Yes. So they turn entire ships and people into, into tachyons. tachyons. Yes. That would, that's, that's a solution. But would that interact with like normal like our three dimensions Um, in such a way that it would like destroy ships if you ram through them uh, no (laughs) (laughs) that's why did they include that's such a tough thing to explain Uh, unless 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 Um, you have to reach a sufficient level of acceleration, not velocity. Okay. So, okay. So, uh, uh, that's why it's all right. That's just not moving beforehand. But what she's actually doing is not hitting the ship in hyperspace, but hitting the ship in it, like in its yeah. wind up yeah. to hyperspace exactly okay and, and i mean that makes sense if you're trying to bend space and time acceleration is how to do it or even creating mm-hmm. gravity well it's, it's probably acceleration that's how you do it you just accelerate really fast really quickly and you just start warping space time around you okay well so, so she's probably... That would just be relative. She's not going like 1.05 the speed of light. She's instead going like 95% the speed of light. So that's... Okay, and that, in this theory, would like be the energy barrier to get to hyperspace is to hit that 
almost speed of light. Yeah, so you need you need acceleration and velocity at that point, actually, because you're competing mm-hmm. against the velocity and speed of light. Mm-hmm. But so that's what I'm saying. You have to get a certain velocity in a very short amount of time. The issue with that, though, is can you just give like there are sword? people just standing on the bridge of any ship and it accelerates to essentially the speed of light and they come out the other side and somehow no one is mush yep uh easy (laughs) they have developed technology that can stabilize pockets of space time so you don't feel acceleration because acceleration is warping the space-time, but it's happening mm-hmm. around your ship. So like if you have like a, a thing that's attached to your ship, that gets caught in your bubble of space-time warping. Okay. Boom. Well. Yeah, yeah. Except I can, like except I can allow <laughs> the bubble of space-time warping because there's like... That's how small ships, like the fighters and stuff, would travel in hyperspace. Like they had a, like a thing that they would dock into that had whatever generators yeah. to do that. Yeah. Okay. So I like having a bubble of like fake space time around you. Well, it's not. It's not fake. It's stabilized. So imagine, like, like you know how. So imagine space time is like a sheet. And when you warp it, you are just, like, pushing down on that sheet. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you have a stabilizing agent. So mm-hmm. you have, like, a cup that's underneath that sheet that holds it up in that circle. So when you push mm-hmm. down around the cup, it doesn't affect what's inside of the cup's circumference. Make sense? Okay. Yeah, I would, it rough, I know, but I'm going for possible, not probable. <laughs> yes, probable is very far from this equation. Yes. Um, I think... I'm a genius? I agree. No, I, oof, I'm not going to say that. Um, I wish now, having had this conversation, that I paid attention to any of the Star Wars films that I, I've watched. I, or also to watch any of the recent Star Wars it's, films. It's fine. You pulled stuff out I had totally forgotten about. And, and well, we're doing great. This is great podcasting. And we can't talk forever. <laughs> so we just have to like, alright, this will be for the uh, episode one like, revisit. I mean, we're fine. We only got... Sounds of Space, still great. Blaster Sounds, still great. Let's talk about hyperspace for another three hours. Well, okay, so after this, we only have two more. and Yeah, the easy ones. Uh, and I am I am certain I have some of them down. Like, I feel like lightsabers might not be terribly difficult. But get this, okay. Force so. and Metachlorians, uh Do you... So, so... You are agreeing with my hyperspace garbage. No. Okay, I'm not, you expect that we're it out might of be possible. I I agree with you that you need to workshop it more. Okay, fine. <laughs> I will get back to you after I do some okay. research 
and not the preliminary Wikipedia searches I was doing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to have to do some research to know how to poke holes in your nonsense. So, lightsabers. Right. Lightsabers. Here's... I, and, and this is where materials like like when people say like this like blasters were shooting light i was like yeah Mm -hmm. i know there's nothing that says that so i'm not gonna buy it lightsabers nobody says they cut using light or are light beams i agree with that i can make whatever the hell i think it makes much more sense that they're not actually light exactly so so i think the beam that is emitted is actually a byproduct of what's actually going on. All right, and enlighten us what is actually going on. This is why I was researching <laughs> relic particles. <laughs> I I believe that lightsabers are magnetic monopoles held to specifically negative magnetic monopoles held in suspension okay okay you get me all right it's i mean i don't know enough about it to refute you so so imagine it's it's a bubble okay and Mm -hmm. the bubble is a negative magnetic charge okay no positive so what you're seeing is actually electrons on the inside of that bubble being peeled away, but then being forced back into their atoms because you still have the nuclear forces in effect. So you're just seeing the light on the inside of the lightsaber being... Mm-hmm. Uh, energized by these monopole magnets very incredibly strong monopole magnets Uh, yeah however this also explains how lightsabers can cut through materials Mm -hmm. because what they're doing is actually creating and physically splitting chemical and physical bonds in materials Mm -hmm. and not through the heat of the blade which answers the age-old question can a lightsaber cut adamantium answer is yes (laughs) um it's tough how do they deflect blaster shots Um, if they just consume materials that they hit depends on what blaster shots are made if we're saying blaster shots are made out of photons tough i would say they're not deflecting so much as absorbing and re-emitting which is like probably due to the fact that the insides are just a chaos of plasma um well i feel like that would more disperse uh the blast then uh, not necessarily like 
not fire not, them back in a cohesive manner. Not necessarily. I mean, well, probably, but shut up. <laughs> Very likely, but I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's a way that you could engineer the field to create a, a systematic deflection or a readmission. Well, yeah, but these are also like rocks put into a handle. So I there's not much. There aren't many electronics involved. In is it? This. Is it's it just Kalax? dropping it in? What's the name of the what? crystal? Kalax? Kalor? What are no, the The crystals this. are just the. So these are relic particles. So they exist in really small quantities. I believe that the crystals that are inside. Kyber crystals. Kyber crystals. Thank you. I believe the kyber crystals are merely matrices that have contained these relic particles, which is why they're so rare. Make sense? And that's that's how these are able to be manufactured. And why it doesn't matter really the engineering of the saber itself, but... Yeah. Well, but then that calls into like synthetic crystals. Yeah, if you can if you can gain enough of the relic particle, you can make your own kyber crystal. Like these are materials Aren't that they, can be like, found. Just made in a forge or uh, something. I mean, you or, would, like they're made out of the force. You would yeah. Well, so you would need an incredible amount of like space to collect enough of these relic particles and then you would need to smush mono like monopole magnets like you need you needed like a sun to to push them together well i mean i don't think like any of the sith or luke had access to like i'm just gonna dip into the sun i have to finish this oh well i mean I mean a, a sun level of energy. I mean, I mean they do. Then. So, so, so the only synthetic crystals. Like I don't know of many Dyson spheres in this universe. <laughs> the only synthetic crystals are the Sith, are the red ones. No, the Sith did one did synthetic. I think Luke's I don't, like second lightsaber. Was I don't think it's synthetic. I think it's Kyber. Kyber well, crystal. Yeah, Kyber crystal. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but but it could just be that it was made at a time when synthetic crystals were more available. Well, it's not that they were more available. It's like he made it. Did he make the crystal? So how is he making it? Is that, is that he made the actual crystal in his lightsaber? I mean... I think in the green lightsaber, I think so. No, I, would, I don't believe... I think it's only the red ones. I think every no, other, the red ones are, they, the only are all definitely synthetic. Yeah. I think the green lightsaber, Luke's second lightsaber, was also synthetic. Even if it's, even if it is, what's to say he can't just reuse the old technology to create a green lightsaber? We don't see what happens between the Revenge of the Sith and. I mean, they didn't have that many resources. I mean, no, right? but but it could have just been on like some derelict Jedi planet. I mean, uh, I don't know 
the lore well enough. I think I I don't to know what happened. I don't think that's a that big of an issue creating because you 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 could create synthetic crystals this way, but I mean, so it just has to be a, available. And they just, I mean, they, they constantly go back to, like, old rebel hideouts that existed, you know, hundreds of years ago or whatever. Okay, yeah. So it's quite possible that there's, like, old Jedi technology is just sitting on some random planet somewhere that no one knows about. Except for Yoda or something like that. Well, according to canon, uh, it's also made out of plasma, not... Is it? Okay, well then it's impossible. Yeah. That's some bull. Uh, <laughs> I tried real hard. I thought it was being really clever. If it's made out of plasma, it's got to be a magnetic field. Maybe I mean, a magnetic like, field that's strong enough to create a vacuum. I can see, yeah, like plasma that is like, oh, like the, extruded the, and that's the, well, like yeah. it's stable in the orientation it's in. Oh, you could use cold fusion, which is, yes, that's the best I got. (laughs) They are miniature suns. (laughs) I I mean, it's possible. Uh, Maybe kyber crystals are just a secret to cold fusion. That's... I'm surprised they one day we'll find some kyber crystals. I'm surprised they're using them for weapons and not for like massive energy generation. (laughs) (laughs) No, you gotta cut people in half, you know. Oh, of course. Way cooler than infinite energy, and won't resolve half of the problems in the galaxy. There you go, man. You you got a lack of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, if it's if it's confusion, that's. That's honestly the best thing I have. It is the most wasteful way to use these, is to put them in weapons. However, Jediism is a religion, and religions tend to not use their resources as great. Just saying. Alright, I won't disagree with that. Yeah. But, even that, like, they mined kyber crystals and mashed a bunch of them into the death star and they wasted all that energy to blow up planets and not have infinite energy it's true they're just really they're just not good engineers how do you, like it's truly the answer <laughs> that's that's the but that is honestly the best thing i can't i mean if they're saying they're plasma that's i mean well actually no that doesn't discredit my idea because if it's a it doesn't discredit the idea it's just they're saying it's not right no 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 no, no. they're not they're saying so so in my idea the sword is still made of plasma but it's it's a byproduct of these monopoles okay so mine still works it's just they're not cutting with plasma it just happens to be part of the sword because it's like you're just so energizing the air that's in the sword or that's around the blade that it glows and it's a plasma plasma means a whole bunch of stuff too like yeah. fluorescent lights use a plasma it's pretty cold so there you go mic drop all right let's move Can on find plasma or something this 
I don't like this like rabbit hole. It just keeps not making sense the further I look at uh, the Star Wars wiki. <laughs> That's why we're ignoring canon. It's <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Anyway, so no, no. let's move on. Charging on. Because okay. we've been recording for an hour. Oh, God. Okay. So the Force and Midichlorians. Yeah, yeah. Got, I got it. I'm going... I feel like you don't. I'm going I back to relic particles. <sighs> Midichlorians are actually a highly advanced single-celled organism that instead of growing <sighs> larger, just grew more complex within its own okay. structure okay and it has the ability to think independently and mm-hmm. affect and 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 create part of its structure is that it has gravitons inside it and they can emit gravitons so if they're all independent and just do their own thing well, why do they react to how like the force sensitive i don't know what like so so force taxonomy you you want to use for this so like who can interact with them and why do the medical range listen to them they are a symbiotic organism with certain humans who just happen to be the humans to have them super don't need to exist symbiotically but you don't know that i mean they you just explained that they can pretty much do whatever they want no i didn't all i said was that (laughs) they are highly advanced Uh uh-huh creatures that they're they're just single organisms that went into just straight thought and not size so maybe if they're in a creature that is too if they are on their own they are very mm-hmm. weak and, and defenseless. And they can okay. maybe form colonies. But even then, the colonies are weak, like like yeast colonies, like flocculated yeast. yeast. Mm-hmm. So maybe they Well, need... then, and then how do they generate the force? And so, why does the force have to be in balance? So, here we go. The, the force... <laughs> Buckle up, guys. We're going to make some stuff up. <laughs> the force is gravity waves created by graviton. The emission of gravitons. And the force being in balance is a bunch of baloney created by <laughs> an antiquated the plot religion. of every movie. It doesn't... It, it may be... But it nothing says that the plot of a movie has to be correct. I I say to you, what uh-huh. if the Jedi are uh, unreliable narrators, which they probably are. They're monks. They believe wholly in their religion, so they believe okay, yeah, the but Force. At will be the fast. same time, though, like there is still. Like that balance that is brought in the universe. Yeah, it just like, it's it's a self fulfilling prophecy. There there has to be at some point over millions of years, the force mm-hmm. is brought 
into balance. Yeah, but it's not happening over millions of years. Oh, they this, look at no, no, no. what's his face. I mean, Anakin. He said he's going to bring balance to the Force. He did. He just, it just happened only, too. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's one like one super bad guy and one super good yeah, guy. That's what I'm. It's, that's fine. It's like what's his name? Uh, the guy who made predictions. Nostradamus. It's like Nostradamus. If you make <laughs> some like relatively all right predictions at some point well they yeah have there's a difference correct. in scale though like but, people are looking at things now like oh man nostradamus is right like yoda got that nailed day one but you don't like, know if yoda had said that about other children or if he would have said that about other children, how do we I know? I feel like how if he did, that all of the other Jedi Council would be I, like, Yoda, I, come on, no, you say this uh, about uh, every uh, Padawan. How do we know that, and we do know this, actually, I would say it was the pressures of being the chosen one that originally turned Anakin evil it was the fact that he was pulled off of tatooine and all these things he is an enormous amount of pressure that's why he turns evil it's a self-fulfilling prophecy well, generated yeah, by he a religion turned evil because he is there to bring balance to the force but no 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 but only and now if, that no, he is no. taught how, do you how know? to use it he balances You it. don't know that if Anakin had just been some weirdo kid mm-hmm. who just ha- happened to be strong with the Force and no one right. knew about the prophecy, if he would have mm-hmm. turned into Vader. That's what I'm saying. I don't believe he would have. Well, yeah, he wouldn't have had uh, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn do all the stuff that Qui-Gon Jinn did. He wouldn't have had Obi-Wan as a master. He wouldn't have. No, he would have had uh, Darth Maul come pick him up. Say, "Hey, kid, let's do this." It's look at these sweet head spikes. But how do we know? Well, actually, no, because Darth Maul didn't know where Anakin was. No one Yet. did. He it, it it's it's no one tested Anakin's midichlorian count before <laughs> Qui Gon Jinn. No one knew uh-huh. that he was supposed to be one. He could have just lived out his life. In, in uh, Tatooine, and we don't know how many people are actually as yeah, as force sensitive like as fatalism. Anakin is. Like he is destined to. Do it, it, but but fatalism only works in retrospect. That's what I'm saying. Fatalism is garbage because it only works <laughs> in. You cannot predict things. No, and this is there are constantly. plenty of like. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, people we're, with prophecies that said, "Hey, you might be really close to your mother someday." But that's that's so. I I am saying that this is a self fulfilling prophecy by the Jedi. It's the Jedi. Not, it totally I don't. Is. It's not a self fulfilling prophecy by the Jedi. It is fatalism. It's not okay. Okay, yes. Fatalism is a. It's not fatalism. Fatalism is a story. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 you cannot say that something is fatalism in the face of a self-fulfilling prophecy. They're not mutually exclusive. Something would appear to be fatalism when it's actually just society forcing it into place. 
or, or the or, religion. That's why it came out that way. But in that you, instance. you don't know if that's why, because you can't see other versions of that story. It only exists in one version where Anakin is the one, as yes. described so by the Jedi. You cannot disprove that in a different version of the story, that Anakin would not become Darth Vader. Exactly. And and I believe... So he I, I actually think I am supported on this in the second and third movies that the reason Anakin turns is because mm-hmm. people think he is the one. That's that's it. Yeah, and he it's, is. He it, is no, the one no, no. who brings balance to the force. He may be, but that is irrelevant. The reason he becomes the one is because people think that he is the one. So they give him an extra training. They give him Did he special... Get, he didn't get extra training. He, totally, he got accepted into the Jedi uh, Academy thing, whatever that's right. called, at yeah, a right. much older age because he was the one. He had Qui-Gon Jinn, who is an incredible uh-huh. teacher, take on two students mm-hmm. because he was the one. The entirety of episode one is based around Qui-Gon Jinn's belief that this kid mm-hmm. is the one. Mm-hmm. And actually, Yoda is like, this kid isn't the one. He's dark. Why would, how would he do this? Well, yeah, that's exactly it. That is why he is the one. That's not, but like... There were so many Jedis to Sith, the Force had to balance itself. But, yeah, it... But that's what I'm saying. Like it, it didn't have to. The people following the Force made it so. Mm-hmm. If you if you look but at the older why movies, did the Force not make it so? Because the Force doesn't exist. You really believe that <laughs> a bunch of where it's that's scientifically impossible to just predict the future. That's bull. Unless you have okay. a sufficiently. Um, complicated well yeah like having that yes there's that but it is like the galaxy trying to maintain homeostasis or you could do that yeah that seems easy i mean it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't (laughs) whoops we just saw it doesn't remove the the idea my idea of midichlorians is what i'm saying i'm saying that the midichlorians what i'm saying is your with your idea of midichlorians don't uh, they, need to so, have any interaction with the force yeah or, or or they have the the telekinetic energetic well, reasons there's of a all lot force. more but i believe that the, the religion that's what i'm saying that's what i believe the religion of jediism has conflated mm-hmm. a whole bunch of the properties of the force i think that's totally okay. fair such as as the ability to protect the future. Predict the future. Okay, yeah, but there's also... So, so... Uh, they, what other force powers are there? Uh, I don't know. Mind control? I don't know. Was there, like, kind... Oh! It's mind control. It wasn't mind control. Well, it's it was like, like, suggestion. Suggestion. Yeah, which How may be unconnected is that to midichlorines. suggestion? It, it may be unconnected to midichlorines. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that the, the what they okay, call so, the well, yeah, force. Yeah, metachlorians are. But what, what they call call the force. These are people we're talking about. So the things they're saying okay. may be incorrect. So when they say that midichlorians are the force, what they're really saying okay. is midichlorians have these telekinetic abilities, but the uh, suggestion abilities may come from something mm-hmm. else, and I didn't write that down. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the ability to predict I mean, the there's... future might just be uh, knowing that powerful forces in the universe tend to go towards equilibrium okay like <sighs> what's up okay i can accept that midichlorians we're talking about may about be an aspect of what jedi have conflated into being just the, the force. force yeah but it's like my asthma how how are people projecting lightning from their hands? And how are I they mean, influencing battles? How are they convincing people not to search for droids? So, good question. <laughs> I would say the lightning's Keyword not tough. Keyword for, give me a second to think. The t- lightning's not tough. I mean, we can assume that if midichlorians exist, there's variety of midichlorian. Or there might be, and that some midichlorians. What midichlorians that that gravitate towards the Sith are better at lightning, or not that they gravitate towards Sith because normal Jedi can. I I don't think anything says that they can't use lightning, but it's just midichlorians that. It's always been like divided as like. But it may just be light side and dark side. But it may just be uh, also well, there's like accelerating healing and stuff too. Yeah. Well, that one's also that could just be. I mean, that could just be like accelerating healing. That's like a biologic process. But but like it could just be that the Sith training uh, happens to strengthen the specific um, midichlorians that can create a charge and emit lightning. It's just like being a jerk to the people you're teaching though isn't it, it, like it was the sith oh no it isn't they have like specific fighting styles and philosophies it's it's a counter okay. religion is sithism uh-huh so there's that and i don't still don't have the solution to the whole mind thing um i don't know that's tough uh um, yeah, like i mean i can accept them being like conflated and people just assume that yeah that the force is like all these different things but like that aspect could just be like the people trained by the warrior monks be them jedi or sith to like however telepathically influence what's happening i don't have a solution but then that one's hard introduces why are there so many species who are telepathic to some degree yeah so maybe that's that's telepathicism telepathism i don't know that's the ability to telepathy telepathy thank you uh yeah (laughs) that's that's telepathy which is the um the selective manipulation of magnetic waves to affect brain activity really specifically beyond the technology we currently have 
Well, but that's not even a technological. Oh yeah, so so thing bi- being yeah. done in this universe. a biological system that can do what we can do with technology to a better uh, degree. But why are so many different species prone to being able to do that? Uh, because their oh, brains oh, are more conducive to generating those magnetic waves. They have more well, I active have, brains. Actually, I came up with a better explanation oh, for that. Oh, great. Panspermia. That's an explanation to everything. <laughs> <laughs> They're all prone to it because they all have the same ancestor. There you go. All right, my brain hurts. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so the last thing I don't really want to get into, but I will, is the implications on the world. Um, Which world? There are many of them. I mean, so on the world of Star Wars. Okay, the universe of Star yeah. Wars. The galaxy? Um, far, far away? I don't really have anything to add. I mean, we think we've already gone over this. Like, if the Force is real... Physics is broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, like... It's tough. You know, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's just, it's... I don't know. Like, I can accept looking at the Force as the sum I had of moved on. <laughs> the Force's looking toward... What? I said I had no. moved on. <laughs> no, you brought it back up. In the galaxy. I guess. I was, I really was like the implications that it has. Okay, well, alright, well, what's the implication then? Oh, that physics is broken. It doesn't make a whole oh, lot well, of sense. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily that it's broken. Like, the assumed application of the force is broken. But if you look at the force, like, as the religion of it is a, like, balancing equilibrium like some of like machinations throughout the galaxy that is fine but that's only if you separate the force from force abilities yeah i agree force abilities are tough to explain i mean like even like the spontaneous generation of gravitons would be ridiculous yeah. Uh, but everything else actually pretty much doesn't have, like, any implication. I mean, humanoid, alien, panspermia. Let's just not even get into that. <laughs> and, I mean, everything else just pretty much makes sense. And, like, within the world of, of Star Wars, so it have the normal implications mm-hmm. that they've used them for. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe hyperspace. I mean, if they can... Yeah, the hyperspace has to be workshopped a bit. Yeah. And lightsabers, I mean, if it's cold fusion, they can... Why were they using it for lightsabers? They can do so much more. Because people are short-sighted. And they really just want to kill each other. And they want to wave around swords still. I mean, it is pretty cool. Wait. Yes. What about, like, the... What the hell? Like, vibro weapons. Like, the vibro swords that could be used against lightsabers. Shh. That oh no, there's a whole bunch of problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this yeah. doesn't. World isn't the real world, obviously. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll put a pin in. I, I don't want to ever return to this. Weapons. My brain is and hyperspace. 
Um, there was one thing that does annoy me when people complain about the fact that in the Millennium Falcon, they have mm-hmm. uh, headsets that are wired in to the um, to the ship. Yeah, like why does that? Why do people complain about because that? Because they're like, oh, they should have better technology than that. I have a cordless headset. Yeah, your cordless headset can be listened to by literally anyone. You are broadcasting yeah. your voice. Uh, right. Also, it has latency. You don't want that in a fight. You're, a, you're dealing well, Sometimes you gotta just blast all those TIE fighters. Exactly. You want, like, milliseconds. You want an analog? Yeah, no, like, it... Makes sense that like they're still like you're hardwired into yeah, that makes total sense the to ship. Me. Like that it's, makes a lot of sense. It's like, way more robust. It yeah. That then like that's the basis of Battlestar Galactica technology. Is that it's hardwired? Yeah, otherwise the Cylons can take it over. Oh look at that. There you go. Yeah. Which yeah, I don't Oh no, we're gonna have to do Battlestar Galactica. Oh, sometime, we're gonna have to do we? so much stuff. It's... <laughs> but this is way easier, and I like it way more. <laughs> I don't feel I'm not. I'm tired, but I'm not so tired. Anyway, yeah. Let's sign off. Okay. Thank you for listening to us. Hopefully, complain. You've learned something about something. I don't know. <laughs> Feel free to let us know your thoughts and opinions. Yeah, if you... Uh, it's my understanding that we're not supposed to read the comments anyway. It's fine, yeah. And if you know... Actually, if you do know any good... Actual explanations. Yeah, yeah, like good apologetics, feel free to email us or contact us. I think we're only going to be available through email, because me, neither me nor Jeff use social media. Which is probably a problem, but yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about right. it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm Sun, and I'm Chef. Thanks for for listening to our sitting through the philosophical rant. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>